0: Hi, welcome the Good Noise Podcast, we're here with DadBod. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so congrats on that EP release, guys. Uh, how do you feel about the reception of that so far?
1: Thank you. Um, I feel like it's gone really well for what we initially expected it to be. Um, it's sort of a stripped-down EP and not a full band thing. And, you know, we kind of did it on a whim. We were going to just post it on Bandcamp. But it's been really nice to get it on all streaming platforms and uh, have people listen.
2: Yeah, no, everybody's been really, really nice about it. I think uh, we, like Callie said, it kind of, we did it out of nowhere and we didn't, I don't know, we didn't know what to expect because of the fact that it's uh, just a different sound than how we play live and the two other previous songs we had put out. So we didn't expect people to react poorly to it, but just, you never know if people are just going to kind of be disappointed or not. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
2: But so, no, I think everybody kind of understands it's, you know, it's a sort of separate thing than what we usually do. And they've been very, very cool about
0: it. So yeah. I've been really happy. So you said it was on a whim. Was this like a quarantine kind of project? Yeah. Okay. All right.
3: You'll have to see it. Yeah. We're going to put out a full
1: band EP sometime this spring, originally, but, um, you know, plans were foiled. But yeah.
2: Yeah, well, and I think, too, it was, we, right when everything kind of dropped, there's a local DIY label called Brace Cove that they put out an open call for people to send in demos or unreleased songs or anything like that. And so we wanted to do that, but we didn't have anything. We just decided we wanted to. And I think it was, like, four days before the submission deadline and we had completely forgotten to do it so we were like oh my god and so i i record everything in my basement here and so i just i threw together some instrumental tracks on something and then callie was in where were you you were in maple grove she was oh. she was out of town she was at her parents house so she just sent me a bunch of iphone recordings of her just singing and so yeah i just i recorded a instrumental track and then kind of threw her iphone vocals in and chopped them up and put them in places and that ended up being four nine which is the first track on the album
0: mm-hmm. and it just
2: and so we submitted that to that compilation and it worked out so well that we were just kind of like well why don't we just do this for a couple more songs?" <laughs> and uh wow. So it was originally, we thought it was going to be a really quick thing where we just did that. And then, of course, it ended up we wanted to, like, we spent more and more time on it. And mm-hmm. eventually it turned into what it is. We're really happy with it. But I think it definitely ended up being a little bit more time consuming than we initially thought.
0: Yeah. Well, when you got All nothing right. but time, I mean, it doesn't right. really matter. Yeah. So.
3: <laughs> doesn't really hurt. So uh, what was your headspace like while making that, I guess? Hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean... I don't know i think it
1: kind of came in verse yeah like mm-hmm. we would feel really motivated to get stuff done like there wasn't much else we could do um so i feel like it would come in bursts because then there'd be times where i'd be like oh this is something i have to do rather than mm-hmm. something i want to do so i think that might be why it took so long but, but-
2: well also just we had you know with COVID and everything, it was definitely on and off because there was a period where we just didn't feel comfortable getting together and doing stuff. So that makes yeah. it more difficult. And then obviously then too, we're in Minneapolis and so like a lot of stuff has been happening in Minneapolis. That that also kind of just when when those things are happening, you music doesn't seem all that important. So that was definitely something where it was like, Well I don't wanna record today. <laughs> like, I don't
3: yeah, yeah, record, that's but, valid.
2: Yeah, so and there was there was just a lot of, I, like, I, I think originally we were actually supposed to hypothetically put the EP out a month before we actually did. And then with everything going on, we were just like, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know why we do that. So it had a lot of starts and stops, both on our part and also just kind of the world being the world around us. But, uh, yeah, it's, I mean... To say it was, like, difficult, that's disingenuous because it's like, music. It's, it's not hard, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, that, that sounds like such a whiny thing to say, but at the same time, it is, it can be hard to find that motivation when everything's going on around you to make it and get it done. Mm-hmm.
3: That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you said that this is different from your usual stuff, but is there anything you would do different on your next release that you didn't get a chance to do on the EP?
1: Um... I would say definitely adding the rest of the band. Um, <laughs> so it would be so much fun to like start recording the other parts and be able to show, I guess, people outside of Minneapolis what Dad Dadbud sounds like, um, what we sound like full band. And I feel like we have a lot of like cool bursts of noise. So we like preserve a lot of that tenderness that's on the EP, but we also have like just these crazy shoegazy. Um, full band sound parts that I'm really excited to add into the full band album.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, Callie basically summed it up, but it's I think live, like, we're just, we're really loud, and that's kind of, like, one of our things is, like, we kind of, and, yeah, I mean, we make a lot of noise, and like she said, we have a lot of the kind of more shoegazing, like, really big, distorted, ethereal aspect, which we have on the EP, but just in a more kind of background way, so that was, like, That was pretty interesting to try to incorporate our overall sound into something a little bit more stripped down so and you know it was trying to bridge the gap where it wasn't just completely different but also you know was a different sound but added in the things that people would expect but yeah it'll be really nice to just go back to having it just the full-on and i think honestly for me it, it did also change the way i think I'll think about the new recording because I, you know, we'll have all those full band aspects, but I think we also did a good job of like, or not a good job, but we figured out ways to work in more of a quiet, like low key way that we maybe wouldn't have before that we can also incorporate. So it'll kind of be a two way street of going back to that loudness and going back to that. But also like, I I know right now we're definitely writing things a little bit more low key than we would have previously. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it will be, It'll be interesting to see how they kind of merge together.
3: Yeah, I'm super excited to, to hear that. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so while listening to your music, do you think you can hear any of your influences, like bands or artists?
1: Oh, that's a good question.
3: Mm.
1: I think it depends song by song. Because I feel like, okay. especially when, uh, I keep saying this, but especially when we're a full band, I feel like you can hear all of the different influences we have like our drummer Alex is a really good jazz drummer and can do like the craziest drumming things um and I feel like and Noah I feel like you explain what Noah does very
2: well Well, uh, yeah (laughs) I I think we just (laughs) all come from very different places like you said like Alex is like a very classically trained like amazing like jazz drummer and whatnot and like Mm -hmm. Ali like has her songwriting influences which i guess i won't go into for her parts she's here but like and then i like guitar wise i like doing these really big distorted noisy things and then our other guitarist noah he's really like he's like a he's like a three-note riff guy and that's it and he refuses to do anything else <laughs> yeah so we just kind of combine it all together and yeah it it becomes something so i think you definitely can you can hear everybody's little individual like i said for my part i i really like just noisy like shoegazy my bloody valentine like kind of like stuff so i mean you can definitely hear that in it but i also think we do a good job of not letting any like one influence overpower anything Mm and kind of let everybody's thing come in and out in a way that i think works really well like nobody's nobody's a dominant force it's all kind of just like well we just all do what we want to do and we make it work (laughs)
3: yeah (laughs)
0: Uh, so we're going to go a little bit more broad for a second. What inspired you guys to start the band, and what does that band name mean?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. So um, I had made music for a couple of years, but I hadn't made anything that I really was proud of until about um, a year and a half ago. And I posted like a little clip on Twitter. So <laughs> um, it the people in the Chicago area reached out to me and asked if I'd be interested in playing a little DIY festival. And I thought, perfect, that's like six hours away from me. I won't have to know anyone there. I won't embarrass myself in front of my friends. So I um, drove to Chicago and played a show there and had, or, oh yeah, they, they wanted me to pick out a name, which obviously makes sense, but mm-hmm. something that I had a anxiety surrounding. Um, so I just picked a name off of a running list I had on my phone from, like, even reaching back to, like, high school <laughs> fan oh, wow. ideas. And um, I just wanted to pick something that was so far removed from me and from my sound, and so people, like, could not pin these very vulnerable songs to myself, so I went with Dad Bod. <laughs> <laughs> Um So, yeah, then you kind of came along. Do um, to talk?
2: about that then I came along and then so I I play in another band and we had played with Callie before when she was a solo act and at some point she I record that band as well and so she approached me about recording her as a solo project and I said yes because I was very interested in that and I really like Callie's music and so like over the next couple of months we definitely just kind of sat there and like I would listen when she would play shows I'd come and figure out kind of like what direction we wanted to go with it and originally i think it was just supposed to be sort of cali playing and then i would provide whatever instrumentation but i think it was supposed mm-hmm. to just be more of a solo projects so and kind of like, the ep sound yeah, yeah kind of the okay. way it ended up sounding which is more like a bear like um and then over time i remember i like, kept listening to the songs and listening to the songs and i just kept imagining like, more instrumentation and more like i started imagining the like, whole band things but i didn't want to say that i didn't because it felt weird to just like take somebody else's project and be like i think we should do this Mm -hmm. so i I kept it to myself with this like underlying thought in the back of my head of like oh it'd be really cool to like add all these things and then after one show eventually i remember callie brought that up to me and was like well maybe we could do like a full band thing i don't know and i was immediately like yes yes let's do that (laughs) and so then all the like the other two members alex and noah are also members of that other band i'm in so i basically just said i was like "Well, yeah we'll just be your backup band like, that was sort of the idea and uh so we got together noah Callie, and i got together a couple of days after that and Callie and i played guitar and noah just kind of filled in on bass for stuff and it worked out so well that we, I think Callie was like, I have a show in like two weeks if you guys want to play and then we called Alex the drummer and we arranged, a pra- I think we practiced twice and then we played our first show and that was wow. it and then it just kind of went from there. All right.
3: Wow, fun. that was wonderful. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> things just worked out. Yeah.
3: yeah, it was perfect almost. Okay. Yeah. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process?
1: Yeah, definitely. So usually we'll start with um, songs that I'll bring to the table. So I'll, like, I keep, I feel like it changes all the time for me, but usually I keep, like, a running list of just, like, lyrics or thoughts I have throughout the day in my notes app on my phone. Um, and then sometimes it'll, like, just, like, hit me on the spot where one one verse will lead to, like, an entire song in the moment or other times I've them like, fully written out and ready. Um, and then usually Wilson and I will get together and kind of like flesh it out. and Wilson um sort of gets these crazy compositional ideas for the song. So like mm-hmm. how we're gonna sound both band, like and we kind of just like talk through where we want like it to build and get super loud and where we want stuff to kind of like preserve the original softness. Yeah.
2: Just um, kind of like coming up with a general structure. But then also, like, from there, we'll have like a general idea of what we think. And I have usually an idea in my head of like certain points where I want things to happen, mm-hmm. but then we'll take it to Noah and Alex and practice. And we'll kind of explain it, but then we'll let them like do their things and what they think. And usually from that we end up like they almost never end up exactly the way they are when it's like just Callie and I doing it, which is a mm-hmm. good thing because mm-hmm. it, it just changes makes it a lot each more interesting. Yeah. It seems like more and more you bring it, more and more like people just come up with weird stuff that you never would have imagined. <laughs> like yeah. that's always fun, but uh, yeah, it's I mean, just kind of I think we found a nice little structure, a pyramid structure of, you know, it starts with Callie and kind of trickles down through, and like it, it works nicely to everybody's strengths. I think.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, Sorry, he's So what's it like uh, releasing? Any type of music in like the current state of the world especially like a debut ep
1: that's a great question um i would say i think it just it's inspired a lot of people to um give back in times like this too because i feel like normally music can seem like such a self-centered project and you can like lose yourself in it but it's something that i feel like has brought musicians from all over to just like take a step back for a second and really rethink like why they're releasing music and what they can do to help. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's. I don't know. What do you think, Wilson? I, mean,
2: I don't really have anything more. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely, like I definitely like I said, it's it. You know, it feels a little weird at times to sit and like be stressed about mixing a song and then you suddenly like realize like what am i doing <laughs> why am i complaining <laughs> about this this is like the dumbest especially it's like you know just to even have the opportunity to do that to like record your own music and put it out in the world and do any of that it's well okay i'm an incredibly privileged person why am i complaining so yeah it definitely helps you to step back and just kind of enjoy it more maybe because mm-hmm. it you just realize how not pointless it is it's not a pointless thing but it's you know
1: like music, it's hard.
2: It's yeah. It's, music it should be enjoyed and like, and I think, I think with this, kind of worked out too with this EP because it feels so, like we said, it's not the. It feels almost like a mask. It's it's not the real thing to us, right? It's like oh, it's like it's this acoustic thing. It's different. Like so, it almost felt more like it felt a lot easier to put it out into the world right now because it. It's not that it didn't feel important to us, but it felt a lot more just kind of like, we're just putting it out here because we just want to. Yeah. We just need to versus something where, like, we had been building up to it for so long. And, like, I think we kind of made sure of that as well. Like, we didn't really promote it. We just kind of would very vaguely be like, we're putting something out at some point here.
3: (laughs) Yeah. nice, simple.
2: Yeah. Maybe, like, a week before it came out was when finally we started to, like, push it in any real way. But yeah I don't you know
1: music usually feels super isolating to me at least or like it feels like something that like I'll write something and it's like for myself I don't know but I feel like it's reminded me how much it brings people together and how much like I can get from putting it out and from like being okay with those emotions I felt and how much Mm -hmm. other people can interpret it their own ways and hopefully find like some peace within that
3: Mm-hmm. wow okay <laughs> so <laughs> are you guys planning on releasing anything new like a ep album maybe some covers God
0: damn you and your covers i, swear I to love
3: them. covers I, know. I love covers
2: That's, yeah i mean hypothetically we're trying to start recording uh, like a full-length album because now that we've all that, had all this time you know kind of recording that acoustically Album the, or precursor, like we, we realized we have a lot more songs than we did when we first. So, um, but we don't. You know, we're kind of trying to figure certain things out timeline wise, and like, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, something's gonna start being recorded soon. We just don't really know what. Okay, right.
3: <laughs> okay. Just something.
2: Yeah, yeah something. Just something. But uh, you
3: no,
2: know, but we do. We mostly, you know, we record ourselves. So it's the kind of thing where. If at any point we decide we do want to just record a cover song, then I guess we just can.
3: You love don't. to see it. All right.
0: Gloria would push for that One Direction cover. Hard. Oh, bro.
3: You know it. Oh, my God. <laughs> bro. I, I, just, I need somebody to do it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Continue, Shane. Um, right. So,
0: where do you see the project in the next five years? Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh god i don't know that was not a post like asking it's That's... like
1: to find the band like DTB. like let's go yeah, well,
2: <laughs> we've only been a full band since november too so it's kind of right oh. in the sense where it's like oh it's been like mm-hmm. what is that like six months <laughs> like five years seems so this is hard. something
1: that i am very serious about though and i think the rest of the band is too like this is something i want to take as far as we can take and it's something that i feel like Like songwriting can be a process that you get stuck in, but I feel like it's been something that I've come to terms with more. And it's been something that I feel like I get better and better and better at. And um, it's something that I feel like I process emotions with that. Like that's just how I do it. So I know like songs will keep coming. And I know like we all have such a good time hanging out and making music. So it's something that-
2: And I think too, like we were talking about with the sort of writing process, where it's like just the way we do it, I think, is works in a way where it. I feel like it won't necessarily get stale. Like I mm-hmm. think that can happen after a while if you like play together too long, but I feel like because we have a pretty, you know, open like writing process. I mean, like there, like I said, there's a structure to it hypothetically, but like. I feel like letting everybody have their own thing, it, it has the potential, you know, who knows what happens, but it has the potential at least to where like, I could see not getting sick of it, just cause yeah. I could see us doing any number of sounds and it kind of helped to even, you know, the first full like EP we put out wasn't even necessarily our sound.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah. Why we would we- so
1: much we haven't done yeah. yet. that we want to, like, I want to like, tour so bad. Sounds yeah. like such oh, a yeah. good time.
0: The so world's got go to go back to a new normal first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> Maybe five years we'll That's
1: be able to. That's when we'll to finally work. get the
0: sewer,
3: yeah. Oh my god. Um, yes. yeah. All right. Um. So for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink?
1: Ooh.
3: With a drink. With a drink. Don't forget the drink. Oh, no,
1: Damn. Dang, I mean. Um, no, you can curse. It's okay. <laughs> <I'm tired.
3: laughs> you can go for it.
2: <laughs> hmm. Maybe I really like curries. Maybe like a Ooh. like a like a vindaloo curry or something. That sounds really good. Mm. Do that, and then it's for a drink, hmm. What would I do first? You would
1: have a Miller light. Oh. He's like my last one on the crack, cold one open.
2: (laughs) Give me more credit than that. Oh my god. Uh, That said, I'm I'm really blanking on anything. Like, I don't really drink pop all that much, but maybe I'd pick like a pot just because I don't drink it. So it's like a a delicacy for me. It's like
0: a treat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Treat right Uh, before you die.
2: Yeah, there. Right. (laughs) Right before I die, I'll have like a. I don't know. What do I, what would I drink? What's it going to Dr. Pepper? Uh, Cherry no, pepper? <laughs> no, no, not Dr. Pepper. You're <laughs> like a fancy Italian soda. Okay. <laughs> I'll say that because right. that's fancy. To be gross.
3: Yo, wait, fancy how do you color. feel about bubbly water?
2: Oh, I love bubbly water. Yes.
3: Know. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Oh my God.
1: Brand or like in general?
3: Just like in general.
1: Oh
2: okay okay good. Oh no, yeah. yeah, I would I would definitely I the problem I wouldn't pick a sparkling water because I drink so much of it as Callie makes fun of me for I don't oh, drink, water. drink
1: water. It's so oh hot. my god! I
2: drink only water. drink sparkling. So water. my teeth are probably rotting and my esophagus is probably dust. But oh
0: shoot, wait! <laughs> 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 we'll sound like you are drinking static, bro.
2: Oh my god, it's so good though. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right, so I would have specifically from Kwang. It's this restaurant in Minneapolis. It's like a Thai Vietnamese blend. Um, I'd have a nice bowl of pho and their spring rolls, mm-hmm. and then for my drink, I would have a peanut butter chocolate banana milkshake.
3: Ooh, that sounds <laughs> delicious.
2: What uh-huh. oh kind not a I kind of drink. You just pick two meals. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Bro, it's her last meal. Yeah. literally. Well, for a little bit.
0: For a second there.
2: <laughs> for a second.
0: Before they shoot you point blank. Uh,
2: Bro. <laughs> when is this? How far in the future? Is this in six years? This <laughs> is in five years. Oh. Right after you guys get
0: the tour, they're going well, to shoot why. you point you blank.
2: Exactly. It made the previous question a lot easier. Because then I'd mm-hmm. be like, well, I'm going to be dead. So, Death row. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live?
2: Move to one fictional world. For a week. Yeah, for oh, a week.
1: Oh my God. It feels like the world we're in is fictional. <laughs> Honestly, Honestly yeah. Six
2: years from now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm.
1: Okay, so <laughs> I was, this is all I can think of right now, but mm-hmm. I was one of those like huge dorky percy jackson games okay, oh, no, that, yes your valid, oh my though. god like, that's so valid that so good so i guess i'd go go hang out with percy and annabelle and girl and all of them yeah
3: Bro, what um what what god would you say your your parent is the question's so
1: good okay it, it changed a lot for a while I was okay like, i really liked artemis because i was like yeah like Men are awful. Like this rock. Yeah. Um. Now I think I would say. God. Ah. I don't know. I honestly don't know anymore.
3: Okay. (laughs) What about you, bro? I'm basic, so I'm an Athena girl. (sighs) So
1: like, yeah.
2: I'm I'm sorry. No. Yeah. No. Athena's so so good. Mm Hmm. I had all that time to think of something and you did Do you- <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of anything i even like i read harry Wait, potter as a in kid your,
1: your red dead redemption <laughs> I
2: don't oh my god play that much red De- my roommate has red dead redemption but i don't play video games he's in the other room he's kind of laughing at me <laughs> I don't want to live in the Red Dead Redemption world. It seems scary.
3: Yeah, you'll probably die. Like, not
2: gonna lie, you'd probably That's die in like the beautiful.
0: first couple of days. Cool. I mean, it's just GTA but country, so like, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> um, oh boy. Oof. Um, um, hmm, I really liked the Lord of the Rings when I was a kid. All right. Uh, I'll choose that I'm a Hobbit living in the Shire because that seems <laughs> cool. <incredible.
3: laughs> Okay, safe.
2: Stuff and drink, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. It's safe. Perfect. Nothing ever happens there. Yeah. So it's good.
2: That's, that's exactly what I want. Actually, you know what? Now I'm happy with that answer. That sounds fantastic. I just exactly.
3: Yeah, because some people are just like, I just like to live in the Lord of the Rings world. And I'm like, bro, it's dangerous. You got to <laughs> specify where you want to live or else you're going to die in like, the first like day. Exactly. So, I'll yeah.
2: Far away from everything that's possible and ignore it. Exactly.
3: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good um so i have the honor of asking the last question everyone we've spoken to have said it's the most important question
2: oh boy
3: what is your favorite color
1: <gasps> I <hate this> question. <laughs> <laughs> out of all the questions <laughs> like it's very different than like what color are you like what color are you feeling today like it's like a favorite one i would say mm. all-time favorite is like a deep foresty green
3: Oh, that's a good one.
2: I I just actually answered this question. Did you ask me this? Probably. (laughs) And I honestly, like, I realized, like, I just, I just say blue. Okay. It's just because, like, I just, I feel like when you're a kid, that's just, like, a question you need to know. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I ever had any reason. I was just, like, blue. Like, that's what I'm going to pick. It's blue. When you say that, what
1: color do you picture? Is it, like, dark blue, light blue? Well,
2: I think that's the thing, is, like, I... Oh, I wait,
1: think... but you can't picture... Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. no! It's one of the people that, like... Oh, I'm <laughs> <I, laughs>
2: Not gonna go into that. But, um... But, yeah, no, I think I realized, like, as... Like, when... <laughs> when I was, like, thinking about that, I was... There is something weird. Like, I I don't remember why I chose that. I just remember that's just always been it because, like, I'm a kid and I just picked blue. But, like, I think it's, like, held true. Like, I I feel like I do. Like, I get, like, so much, like, looking at, like, the sky and, like, just, like, a nice blue. Like, I'm wearing a blue shirt right now. I noticed, (laughs) too. Like, yeah, a a nice blue is just really nice. Like, I think there's something very, it's weird because it can simultaneously be very Bright and kind of sad at the same time. It's like mm-hmm. a weird intermixture of things. Like, I don't think it like sits where it's like red. I don't ever think of red as sad. Like, it's not like a sad color. It's like mm-hmm. it's, red is just like angry and happy and like, ugh.
3: yeah, in it, your it face. Be,
2: it can kind of be both, and I like that. I like the, yeah. how it intertwines.
3: Yeah. Wow, I loved that. Oh my
2: god. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug?
2: Uh, dad bod. <laughs> <It's a> band <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. music.
1: let <laughs> say like, be excited for the album that's hopefully coming out around like early fall, end of summer. Yeah, happens. we'll see.
2: We'll see what happens. Seth, All right. Well, I guess social media, do you want to plug yourself? Oh
1: yeah. Follow us on at dadbod.com. MN on Instagram and I got a dad bot on Twitter.
0: <laughs> Yo, congrats. You your, tw- your Twitter I, handle's the best.
2: I G O T T A. Yeah, I, I got a it, dad
1: bot. Dad bot <laughs> was taken, so I had to Well
2: what I find funny about that too is that Like, when I think of I, like, got a G-O-T-T-A, like, I think of, like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Not, like, I have something. I think it would be, like, I got, G-O-T, a dad bod.
0: That's why I love the Twitter handle so much.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it needs to be clarified.
3: People are going to get confused.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I got a dad bod. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> okay. <Yeah. All> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for having us yeah, so, like, of thank you for sitting down with us this has been dad bod and we're the good noise podcast